0: Hello, everyone. This is uh, Public Information Officer Stephanie Breton coming from the Concord TV podcast studio, and I'm here with Heather Shank, City Planner. Today, we're going to be following up on the podcast we recorded in March regarding the latest draft of the City of Concord's new zoning, zoning ordinance that has been released and is ready for public review. And the revised draft is based on public and staff comments. So thank you again for being here, Heather. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: And uh, looking forward to this update. So can you kind of give everyone an, um, an update from your perspective on the website and uh, the information that's been included there?
1: Sure. Uh, so the project website is www.concordnext.info, um, and it sort of details the process that we've gone through to date. Um, it's got... Uh, samples of all earlier documents. It's got the zoning or the proposed draft right now, um, and it's got the proposed zoning map. Um, there's another, a number of other documents that I'll refer to in a bit, um, and there is supporting documents. There's also the phase two webinars that we've already gone through, so you can, you can get on there and have access to uh, those earlier webinars if you missed them.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that's good for people to know. They can kind of get caught up to speed in case they're just kind of hearing about this for the first time. So I know we're going to talk about two phases today. And we're actually, you might say, why are you going to talk about phase two instead of phase one first? (laughs) But hopefully it will make sense as to why we're going to do that. So I know there's a series of phase two meetings coming up. Those are the webinar-based meetings. And can you talk a little bit about what Phase 2 is.
1: Sure. Uh, phase 2 is is the uh, visioning and code drafting for sm- smaller areas of the city that we didn't include in Phase 1. Because we did not have um, real understandable visions in our master plan for how we might want those to develop, so um, the, the webinars were held by our consultants and sort of generated different ideas and newer concepts for development, uh, looking for feedback from the community um, if, if those were desirable you know, ways to go or if we sort of just want to stick with the type of development that we're that we're doing right now. So uh, we got some feedback from that. We also had those made available um, on the project website, as I mentioned earlier. And mm-hmm. people were able to sort of uh, offer feedback or provide input after the fact as well. So based on all of that, uh, the consultants went and they chose uh, four areas of the city um, to sort of generate those concepts. Um Uh, to show what they would actually look like in these certain locations in Concord. Um, So they came up with a bunch of concept plans, which are pretty exciting. Um, uh, The DeMonte Drive, you know, the mall site is one, uh, Loudoun Road, Fisherville Road, um, and then the South End Corridor. So they're going to present those ideas and and do the same thing, just sort of get the feedback from the community. Uh, Is this the direction we want to go? Are we excited by this? Is this something we want to see in Concord? Um, and then from there, they'll go ahead and draft the code, and we'll have another series of meetings in a few months to review the dra- the draft that comes out of this. Uh, okay. And at that time, I'll probably uh, hold in-person meetings as well. So for this phase of it, we, ch- we kept it online. So our, our consultants are in Texas, so they were able to um, you know, provide more assistance, basically, through the online webinars in this way.
0: Okay, yeah, so I remember, we, yeah, we had those... Um in March and those were the themed webinars. So each one right. was kind of around a certain area. Correct. So the the webinars that are coming up for phase two, I know there's a few different dates and those are all available in the the city's website as Correct. well. So with the links. So are these phase two webinars all going to be the same or will they also be built around um
1: they are essentially the same, and okay. I, I've offered uh, a number of time slots for people to to meet to to attend them. So there's one during the day, during a lunch hour session, mm-hmm. and then there are two in the evening um, for okay. people to attend during the evening hours.
0: So yeah, so with the with those, it's basically just based on someone's schedule. So if right. they attend any, right. um, and I know we are going to record one of right. those as well, so in case someone can't make it. We'll have it available.
1: Yeah, and and even even though it's essentially the same session, it depends who you get at the meeting. They're, they all right. end up being really interesting because people have different things to say, different contributions or opinions or feedback, and so they all end up being pretty interesting to me, of course.
0: Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's good. So yeah, if someone can make it, um, either yeah, on their lunch or at night. So again, yeah, those um, links to the the webinars and the dates are available on the city's website. And um, is there anything else on Phase 2 that you want to go over at this point?
1: Uh, Just to sort of reiterate that Phase 2 is a much quicker process because we're only looking at smaller areas of the city, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, two or three new districts, um, which is why it's it's a much quicker process. We sort of did all the heavy lifting in Phase 1, which has, you know, the most significant changes to the code, Mm -hmm. which took a bit longer. So, um, you know, Phase 2, we're hoping – that they both are sort of come to the completion process towards the end of the year together, and then they'll go together all into the same code. So in the end, we end up with one complete code, hopefully, you know, not too far out in the future and are able to get that adopted. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so just that's a good update too as to why you have kind of two phases running together, but it's because they're each kind of looking at different sections. So, So on to phase one, which I know has a little bit, more of the the weight built into it so the phase we have a few phase one meetings coming up and these are to review the long-awaited draft which pertains to the majority of districts in the city as a whole so can you go over phase one a little bit sure Uh,
1: there's a lot of pretty significant changes in phase one it's it's pretty exciting Um, I'm just going to really focus on two or three of the main points that I hope the community understands and uh, you know is interested in and uh, you know, gives us feedback on. Okay. Um, so the first is that one of the things that we did was uh, update the dimensional standards so they more accurately reflect the neighborhoods that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, we found that there was just a lot of nonconformities because so much of the city was was not conforming with the current zoning code dimensional standards. Um, so simply bringing everything, uh, you know, updating the standards to more accurately reflect the districts was was kind of a huge change. And what went along with that, we didn't necessarily change the boundaries of the districts, but we changed the naming convention, conventions. Um, you know, we we updated the setbacks, um, you know, the lot area which is in the frontage. So the, the standards essentially required for subdivision are changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all more accurately, again, reflects what's on the ground. The second, the, what I would consider most significant change is the way that we are, uh, the method that we're using to assess wh- how many units you're allowed on your property. So in the current okay. code, we have a single family district, a duplex district, an attached district, and a multifamily district. Um, and so there, the, the, the districts were, again, not necessarily changing the boundaries of the districts, but we're looking at different methodologies uh, to determine how many units you're allowed in the sense that we no longer have a single family district, essentially. Mm-hmm. We have a district um, where we have all the districts, will, are uh, the, the number of units that are allowed are really based on the frontage of the lot that you have. So in a lower-density district, for instance, you might be allowed one unit per 100 feet of frontage or 50 feet of frontage, where in the higher-density district, you might be allowed one unit per 20 feet of frontage. So there's still this gradient in terms of Um, the character of the city and the density that we have in different areas. Um, But really the, the districts are, are, are governed by, and and in a way that was to assist with housing issues Mm -hmm. to help property owners, um, you know, just average property owners do things with their houses, like put a mother-in-law unit or an Mm -hmm. addition on their house or do um, you know, a porch or a deck or a garage to, to give them more flexibility to do those types of things. But also for larger developers um, to provide more housing, to give them more flexibility uh, to provide housing in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of the two main changes. And the, the documents that we have on uh, the website, I've provided two documents to sort of help people understand those changes. Okay. Uh, one of them is a table of existing versus the proposed dimensional standards. Um, so that kind of shows this is roughly what we have existing and this is basically the comparison to what is being proposed for that area. And they they pretty well line up, but not exactly. Um, hopefully the table can help people to understand those changes. Um, the other document is a sort of a sample, two sample pages basically pulled directly from uh, the proposed code would show how the lot configurations would occur. So people can look at that as kind of a cheat sheet for uh, how many units would be allowed in their district and how they would do those calculations. So, And there's also a page that sort of shows you the degree of flexibility that you have with those units. Um, so you could put them in your house. You could attach them to your house. You could have a detached unit uh, on your property. So uh, it's a lot of information to sort of show the changes in how the the housing... And the lot allocation, you know, the allocation of property rights for housing um, is being proposed. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a, a lot of other changes that are designed intended to create better flexibility for housing, commercial, and other, you know, mixed use development. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we gave a lot more flexibility with parking requirements. Um, we lowered a lot of parking requirements. Um, we uh, sort of streamlined the use table. We really simplified both the use table and the parking table. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in there that hopefully will just make it easier for people to sort of understand the code and use the code to do what they want to do.
0: Yeah. So I think those are good um, main takeaways as to why, why go through this. Yeah.
1: It's a lot of information, but really the dimensional standards and the unit allocation are the, are the big ones for the regular person to sort of understand what the difference is. And then some, some of the other stuff, um, you know, it's just going to take some time for people to delve into there to sort of. Mm -hmm. You know, grasp what the changes are. Uh, so the the um, webinars that I'm advertising right now, two of them are in the in the uh, afternoon, which are designed to you know help people who have availability in the afternoon to do that, like consultants or you know just developers or real estate people who do their work during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're offering some evening evening sessions, and again, they're they're all fairly similar sessions. They're not okay. targeted around different things. At this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so based on people's response and feedback, level of comprehension of different things, you know, there may be a series of future uh, meetings that may be targeted towards certain areas, but I just want to sort of get a sense of what, what everyone's sort of understanding and how they're feeling about it and at what type of additional support is needed for the community to understand what's being proposed.
0: Okay. So these webinars yeah. are really because phase one, there's a lot more information. Right. Um, these webinars are a really good opportunity for people to, you know, take a look, come with questions. Right. Come to the webinar or the in-person meeting with questions. Because right. that will be a good opportunity to learn more. Right. right. Correct. Okay. And again, those dates and uh, for the two webinars are, those are on the city website as well. We've got a link right on the homepage there. And then the in-person Will be held in council chambers. Yes, well, correct. Um, where city council holds their meetings. So, I think we are also going to plan to record one of the phase one yes. meetings as well, in case someone can't make it. Um, yeah, for sure. And they want to kind of get caught up on the information. So,
1: yeah. And I just want to stress that it's important to me that everyone understands what what it is, what's going on out there, and what we're proposing, and mm-hmm. just uh, address any concerns or answer questions or get feedback. So far, I've got a lot of. Uh, very positive feedback, and it's been pretty incredible. People seem really excited about the changes; they're happy with the direction that it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's been really, really positive. So, uh, and I just, I, but I'm hoping, you know, if there is any questions or confusion, or you know, I, I would continue giving these meetings, and people certainly can reach out to me with questions.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's good to know too. We can provide some uh, links yep. to the not only the website, but to how to get in touch with you so that yeah. if anyone has questions. I know that you can also submit feedback through your uh, yes. website as yes. well, right? Yeah, You can
1: email me directly. You can go to the website. Um, you know, you can sign up for a newsletter so that you'll, if you aren't already, you'll get notices about uh, future meetings and updates. Um so yeah, there's a lot of, there there are a lot of ways to participate and there'll be additional documents added continuously. I'm sort of in the process of creating these supporting documents mm-hmm. that are like sort of learning aids. <laughs> I don't know right. how people understand right. the code. It's a lot of information. Yeah. Um, so I'm sort of still in the process of creating those things. So check back, check back often. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. And we'll be happy to share them out, share updates um, on the city pages as well as the as the updates come so that people know that there's new information they can kind of reference there so Well, that's great. Is there anything else that you want to mention about this process? Oh yes, very many things. But I've got (laughs) other time. Do we have (laughs) exactly? (laughs) Well, I I could talk about it all day long. I know you don't want me to. (laughs) Not that we don't want to listen to, but um, we'll just remind people that it's www.conquerednext.info. That's where you can find the draft and then these documents that you reference as well, so people can go there, take a look. If they have questions, um, you know, either submit to you through the website or bring your questions to the meetings, I think is kind of the main message we have right now. Exactly. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much again for being here, providing this update. And uh, we're looking forward to more information coming and, you know, hearing that feedback from the community.
1: Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share the information. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we're happy to have you. So, Thanks again.